Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. It has been a weekend of exciting rugby. Loads of tries everywhere, though, not everyone. just in Super Rugby, Premiership, Six Nations. God, what good results there. Some great <laughs> results there, unless you're English. <laughs> <laughs> and Welsh, really. Yeah, they were hard done by. They were hard done by. But did you know who won out of Georgia, Spain? Spain did. No, I wouldn't have a clue. I'll tell you later oh. in the results. Oh, are they down there? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but before all that, we've got to do a nice little plug. Yes. Which is just go on, subscribe. If you subscribe... Did you know this, Tobes? No. If I know you subscribe, with technology. it automatically goes into your feed. Does it? Automatically. So like, subscribe, share, yeah, comment, and, email. And it's a great way to support us. But thank you Very for all those people that support do support us. us. But yeah, before definitely. all of that, we oh. have to cover this week's breaking news. We finally got it. Yeah, we did make I it. I mean, you stuff. gave me a massive cue by closing your eyes and looking up <laughs> that's me right mate first of all yeah excessive force and unsportsmanlike conduct so apparently there was quite a bit of it are over you the talking weekend. about your chat up lines yeah. <laughs> excessive force <laughs> come and kiss me now <laughs> no mate I'd never do that and you know I'd never do that no you're a whiner and you're a diner well, not on the salary You're a lover, I've got, not a but fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm neither. <laughs> anyway, so there were a couple of things throughout the weekend that I personally saw. And it got me thinking about also what other things in the past have been really bad and haven't actually been picked up on during the game. So the ones 
uh, that I spotted over the weekend were um, uh, Genge. Genji, yeah. Genji, yeah. Uh, he Who was you seen, think's a thug. He is a thug. And possibly well, this might back it up. Correct. With a haircut like his, although I can't really talk, can I, <laughs> no. to be fair. Right, so he, um, what, uh, Irishman, and got his forearm, and it, it says a bit of a, a rough facial, but I didn't really want to say that. No. So... Got the forearm into the, you know, the the head, um, then got a bit of a elbow to the neck, and so anyway, that was the first one. Then the second one. Now Cody Taylor did get a penalty reversed. Yes, he did. Yeah, for pushing someone in the face, but that wasn't the one. The one that I saw was after Richie Moanga scored his try to win the game. Yes. Oh. Good. Very good try. Yes. Very good try. He went back to the replacement uh, hooker who had actually scored two tries that game, but he had missed the tackle, and he rubbed his hair. Yes. Rubbed his hair, and I C- think he Cody, might have pushed his head listen, into the ground Listen, let's be fair to say if Cody Taylor was English, we'd probably hate him. Correct. We'd probably hate him. Yes, along with the rest of the All Blacks. <laughs> because, you know, we don't like that. No. But, but I because kind of, he's on our yes. team... Well, he's not necessarily my team. Crusaders, you know, I don't he's a very like good that, player. Mate. I don't like that. No, I, do I reckon there's nothing wrong with being aggressive. No, I agree. There's nothing wrong, basically, with Bucky's Borta or Borta. Oh, an enforcer. No, yeah, an enforcer. That's great. Everyone knows where you're coming from. You're the enforcer. Yeah. But rubbing people's nah, see, hair that's just, and all that, it's just, it's just a bit. Yeah. So then that got just, me sort of thinking. Just whack him in the face. Do you, you, know, well, you can't do that anymore, though, can you? It's because it's just no. all these handbags. Yeah. So I'm asking you a question now, and this will put you on the spot. You might not know, but... Matt Gitto. Matt Gitto. Okay. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Oh, no, no. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a question. <laughs> really good from you. It was, so, it there, was bud. so good. Oh, that good you from you, Mush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... But it got me thinking, you know, what bad things have you seen on a rugby pitch that haven't actually been picked up on? I actually think there's one on, on the weekend. Right. Eye gouging. Yeah, but, okay. No, 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 no. He got see, red carded, though. No, he didn't. This oh. is the one, so you you won't know this, but in one of the premiership games, okay, there was a eye gouge. I think it was the Harlequins game. Right. I'll find out. It's written down below. Um, and he did not get picked up in during the match. Okay. You know, the guy saw the guy sort of getting treatment to his eye. I, right. I'm shocked that they did not pick it up in the match with all the technology they have, especially when the guy was blatantly saying, I've been eye gouged. Oh, so he was, yeah, okay. And and you look at the video and it's pretty obvious yeah. he's been eye gouged. I think eye gouging is the worst. Oh. Richard Lowe was a pretty nasty man really? back in the day. He did quite a few things okay. that I wasn't proud of yeah. being a Kiwi. Yeah. And often back in the day, it didn't get picked up on because... Well, because there was no TMO kind No of TMO. Thing. But the worst one that I've seen recently is the eye gouging. But the players knowing yeah. that there's TV cameras everywhere. It's, it is, like you say, it is ridiculous. Even if you don't do it on purpose in the French game. Yeah, and I genuinely... Do I know. think I don't think he eye gouged on purpose, but no. he must have Maybe known... Maybe he raised his arm. Must He must have known that he's put his... Because that is a, you know, the eye socket. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a quite a, it's a unique, yes, area feeling. Mm. So I thought I don't think you can do that and think, 
I got the nose. Well, you could have... Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, he got pulled up on it. Yeah. Did the premiership guy get pulled up on it? He has now. He has now. But uh, not at the time. So he played the rest of the game. Yeah. You know, got away with it. Because there what's were a couple the worst of... What's the worst thing that you've ever seen? I think mainly just like Bucky's Bortha or like, you know, other South Africans or even Australians just coming in elbow first. There's one I remember... Um, on Richie McCaw, oh, yeah, where his head yeah. literally just popped up in a rut. Yeah. You know, elbow or a head Is just that came where they get, don't in. put your head above the pulpit? Sort <laughs> of, uh... Parapet, mate. Parapet. <laughs> it's pulpit, isn't it? Nah, parapet. What's a parapet? I don't know. <laughs> but it's not the pulpit. I thought, yeah, well, there you parapet. go. I think parapet is like a little hedge or something. It might be something to do with something with the war. You know what I mean? Like, you put your head put up your head and above you get a shot, the, yeah. the trench. I'd like know. to know. Can I, someone yeah. let us know? Someone yeah. way more intelligent than us, which is not difficult. <laughs> no, obviously. I thought it was quite hard. Uh, anyway, mate, what's your first? My first story yeah. is great tactic. One of those is one of the best tactics I've ever come across. Okay. Right? Taking out Owen Farrell off the... None oh. of us knew right. this until post-match. Okay. The tactical order Owen Farrell was given during the French game. So when they played France, apparently Eddie Jones said to him, do not talk to the referee. Right. Now, he didn't talk to the referee by all accounts. And guess what happened? They won. They won. And he didn't get on the wrong side of the referee. No. Surprise, surprise. So why didn't they do it during the Ireland game? Well, I just don't think that he can for any length of time. It's like But if he's I go, a really nice guy, though, isn't he? Apparently so. He's fantastic. Guy, you know when you said what's the worst thing that's ever happened on a rugby pitch? I was going to say Owen Farrell, but that. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that. But um, yeah, big fan. So I just thought it was really interesting. That's the that's a good way to deal with with how because you know let's be honest, as we said, Cody Taylor would we wouldn't like Cody Taylor yeah. if he was English. Um, it's kind of like the French. You kind of let the French get away with a little bit of that. Yeah. It's like ah, it's the French, you know, but it's the English. They just can't do anything wrong. It's no. damned if they do, damned if they don't. But the interesting thing is, is that, you know, why he needs to work on that part of his game is my next point, you know. If, That's why he shouldn't be the captain. If you're rubbing the referees up the wrong way consistently, then you will get the, you won't get the rub of the green sometimes. Yeah. The, it'll go against you, won't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right, oh, I've, got, I've got a, um, it's a bit of a different one. Now, a South African. Yeah. Uh, I can't name him. Jean. Jean Luca de Prez. Yeah. Um, he is trying that to was my control. Best, that was my best Italian South African yeah, it was, accent. It was absolutely <laughs> dreadful, Mosh. Okay. So he's trying to control his smoking in bid for Springbok recall. So he's played a handful of test matches for the Springboks. Okay. Yeah. He, he's currently playing for Sale Sharks. Mm hmm. Good player, actually. Yeah, very good player. Number eight. Is it, you know, Big, the only strong, thing that quick. surprised me about this is that, you know, he was playing for Sale Sharks, being yeah. South African. They've got very few of those. Well, yeah, I'm I'm surprised they signed him. They're quite a... Uh, they like to breed their own English players there, don't they? They do, yeah. Mm, interesting. Anyway, they've picked him up cheap, obviously. <clears throat> anyway, he's trying to control his smoking, Okay. So that again, that got me thinking. That's why I've got such a sore head this evening. Who do you know? 
excuse me, who has smoked in the All Blacks or an international player, past and present. Now I know for a fact that Jerry oh, Collins. Gee, I was just—he's the only one I really had that I knew. Yeah. He was a big smoker. He was a big smoker. Lee Stensness was a big smoker, but that's going way, way back. Right. Way back. Is that before professional? Because uh, I can yeah, imagine yeah. before the professional era, I think there'd be a, a lot more sort of smokers. I reckon there's a lot of social smokers. So once they've had a few biwas. The I reckon boys. there's a lot of cigar smokers. Oh, yeah. You know, a few um, rum and cokes and then boom, the cigars yeah. come out. A couple of whiskeys. Yeah. Then I thought maybe Pity Weepu. Yeah, I think he ate. But I didn't think he had a problem with smoking. He no. just had a problem with eating <laughs> chocolate. I I've got here the sweet. Definitely like the pie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's a big sweet man. Perry. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, Not surprising. No, I think he liked a donut or two. Yeah. No, Jerry Collins is one. Yeah. So I, just I sort of, don't really haven't no, really heard they don't of really any publicize other. it that much. Do they? I mean, maybe if you're drinking with them, you'd you'd be able to see him. I reckon but, it must make quite a big difference as well do you to, to your rugby year if you're a smoker. You know, you really are. I mean, you know, they are proper fit, aren't they, are. they now? Yeah. I just don't think you could possibly get away with it, hence why he's trying to cut down on us. Yeah. But some of those South African boys are, are just absolute specimens, aren't they? So um, Physical, ch- chiseled out of marble, mate. Yeah. But uh, it is interesting, isn't it? You know, you back in the day, yeah. anything went. I mean... But, the great story about Lee Stensness, who was the All Black 12, this is back obviously before professionalism. He was playing in a, in a test match and a $20 bill flew onto the pitch. Yeah. Mid, mid-defensive mid move, so that the opposition are running him, he picked up the $20 note and put it in his sock. I rate that. How good is that? You know, I once found <clears throat> $20... At the beach. And it was just whistling in the wind. <laughs> Little man. <laughs> ran after it, got it. Bought a lot of lollies there. Bought a couple of ice how, creams. How old were you? I might have been like 11 or 12. So that was a lot of money. Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot of my money. piggy bank. You were basically like Periwipu that day. You had loads of sweets. Oh, 100%, mate. Didn't go to sleep at all. Had sweets <laughs> under my pillow and everything. <laughs> yeah, good night, mum. Good night, dad. Absolutely wired. <laughs> Russell, <laughs> Russell, Russell under the covers. Um, hey, Brad Thorne, he's come out and he said, as the Reds coach, that the tri tri nation, no, not the tri nations, the um, the Aussies coming and playing in New Zealand has to go ahead. He doesn't think there is any way, any any way that they can't play those games. Yeah. He's basically put a marker down and said. I will do whatever it takes. I will take my team. They'll be the Queensland, uh, Queenstown Reds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play out of Queenstown. Play all their games, you know, quarantine for two weeks. Play all their games in New Zealand just to make sure they get some really good quality rugby. Yeah. Like that from Brad. The last thing he wants, which I think is absolutely right for both New Zealand and Australia, is a third round of Super Rugby AU or a third round of Super Rugby at Tirah. Because people just get bored of it. Yeah, they you know, do. Two rounds is perfect. Home and away, final, or yeah. semis, or whatever. I think they're doing top three. But to do a third round would just be 
just, Drag, just dragging, dragging it out. out. Yeah. Dragging it out. So I'm absolutely with you, Brad. I agree with you. And they've got to make it happen. The stumbling block, the New Zealand government. Yeah. Who will they allow these teams to come in? And it's I'm not sure one. they will. No. So I hope that the other option well, is... We're going to hold our breath, eh? Yeah, well, we, yeah, we need to. We yeah. need to because it would be fantastic. You know, we've already seen this year. We've seen the Reds. We've seen the Brumbies. We've now seen the Force. And the Rebels have done a bit better. And I reckon that Trans-Tasman competition is going to be a little bit closer than maybe the arrogant Kiwi... Yeah, I agree. Thinking that they yeah. were just the Crusaders or the Blues or wrong well, home. Thinking about that, um, those internationals that we played last year. Yeah, you know, we we thought we were the dogs bollocks. Yeah, and the then dogs danglies, mate. Dogs, sorry, dogs danglies. It's a family show. <clears throat> sorry, bud. <laughs> sorry, um, mush. Sorry, mush. Uh, yeah, but you know, we we got we got uh, handed back to us, didn't we? We did, and I and I think. You know, but it was good for New Zealand rugby, I think. It was good for New Zealand rugby. It was good for Australian rugby. It was fantastic for Argentine, the Argentine rugby. Yeah, definitely. And the only losers were the South Africans. Yeah. who didn't show up. Yep. It's because they were scared, mate. Well, they, they, they didn't buy the ticket, mate. Didn't buy the ticket. Right. I've got sort of two and one here. Now, I've only got two one. Two for the price <coughs> of one. Am I shopping at Morrison's? <laughs> buy one, you get one free. <laughs> buy one. Get the rest. No, uh, so Steady Eddie has accused uh, critics, so the media, of infecting his players with rat poison. Now, I, I, I'm guessing that they he hasn't actually accused them of affecting them with rat poison. Oh, not, no, no. It, it was more of a, a figure of speech. Yes. Rather than... Saying basically... You'd My players listen to what you say, yep. and when you say that they should run the ball more, or they should, do, they they think that they should. Well, they should. <laughs> and then I found this one on the interweb uh, earlier, and it says Eddie Jones faces RFU talks on future with break clause in England deal. Break clause, yes, meaning that they'll get rid of him. That's what I would have guessed from that article, yes. Okay, so a few weeks ago we spoke about Owen Farrell and people going, oh, you've got to get rid of Owen Farrell. And I was just like, it's ridiculous. Owen Farrell's Owen Farrell. He's, <coughs> doing, he's done the same thing for years and years. Yeah. He is what he is. Accept it. Eddie Jones has to stay as international coach. It would be the most ridiculous thing to get rid of Eddie Jones. Now, for a number of reasons, Eddie Jones took them to a World Cup final. Correct. Eddie Jones absolutely wiped the floor with New Zealand in a semi-final. Eddie Jones has taken or helped take South Africa to a World Cup final and win it. He's been at a World Cup final with Australia. He's beaten the South Africans with Japan. No doubtably, Eddie Jones knows what he's doing. Yes, yes. he has his he has his problems. Everyone has their problems, though. But you cannot replace him only two years out from a World Cup and no. expect your team to... You've got to hang in there, You've got to hang in there with yeah. him. And if he gets it wrong, he gets it wrong. If he gets it right, he'll get it right. At the right time. Yeah, he'll pull it together at the right time. And I think 
His first year in charge of England, they were amazing. His second year in charge of England, they were dreadful. And then his third year in charge of England, they got to the final of the World Cup. So he, the way that he coaches, he does have these peaks and troughs. Mm. And he has come out in his last press conference and said he is going to renew the squad. Now, when Eddie James Jones says he's going to renew the squad, we're talking wholesale changes. We are, aren't we? Yeah. He's getting rid of a lot of people. You know, potentially youngs. And we picked that last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Picked that. You know, when pl- players play O-Wine, quite well. Owain Farrell. No chance. Hey, we said that. Well, we didn't necessarily say that, but the hooker, um, he was captain. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. No. Oh, yeah, yes. Dylan Hartley, yeah. Dylan Hartley, 99 yeah. caps or whatever, yeah. something like that. Binned off. Catch up. Yeah, but that was a bit different. He had an injury and he was at the end of his career. Owen yeah, Farrell well, was young. Owen Farrell has got an injury with We his just head. want him to leave. But, you know, that's just because he's good. He's a shoveler. We all know that. Shovels. And that's the interesting thing. I know we're going to talk about this later, but that England team with Tuolangi is completely different. Tuolangi's like, not going to play for England again. One I told guy, you. one guy makes all the difference in that England side. If he plays. It's not like they're a little bit different. They are just a different animal altogether. Yeah. He's not going to play for England again, though. I've got a good one for you. This is my last told story because it's been deleted. Has wonder, it? I wonder who did that. I haven't deleted anything. All I've got to say is it wasn't me. I haven't deleted anything. <laughs> no, would I do that to you? Yes. I wouldn't. You've done a lot worse. Do you remember that time where you are uh, filling in my um, match report? <laughs> And you may have filled it in for me. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dave? Was it Damo Smells? Yeah, that's absolutely hilarious. Damo Smells. Absolutely The only thing is, I found it really funny. You found it obviously funny, because I could just see you... But no one knew it was me, did they? Well, I'm sure they could put two and two together. They could put two and two together, for sure. But there's a few people that got annoyed. Who was that? I'm not going to tell you, am I? Live on... Well, not live. Sky Sports. <laughs> recorded. So we got a load of our... Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. A load of our stories. Hang oh, on. you're still going. I've got one more. Oh, God. England, I'm sick of you already. They have got a Six Nations record. Have they? Yes, they have. They share it with Italy. Oh, wow. And it is. They, in a tournament, have got the most penalties... Yeah. Out of any team in the Six Nations. Yeah. Whee. 66 penalties. Wow. Averaging, that's 13 a game. 13 a game? Is that, is that right? Something like that. Yeah. 13 point something. 13.333. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, that, oh, that's fantastic news. And it does show because... That fills my heart, actually. <laughs> you look at their... um, they, You know... That, you know, it's a big issue, isn't it? Huge, huge issue for them. So you third. I mean, you're looking always internationally to get your penalties under under, under 10. ten. So, but you, did you hear also that the um, the Irish South African right CJ Stander yes. is retiring yeah, from I international did. rugby at the end of this year. At the end, he's retired now. Right. Okay. He's gone, and guess where he's going? Go to Japan. He's going straight home to South Africa. Oh, is he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm guessing he might be playing for the Balls, who right, have got okay. a big cash injection. Oh, have they? Yeah. 
Aren't the Bulls playing in Europe, though? Yeah, they will be, yeah. Oh. Playing against his old team. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. interesting. That's interesting, because he, he, he's a South African as they come. Yes. But obviously he plays for Ireland, so. But you can't knock him. He's had a great career. Although yeah, I think sure. I think he is retiring at the perfect time. Yeah, because I don't. He's think not he's, overdoing it, is he? I don't think he's the player he was. No. Remember when he played for the British and Irish Lions? He was awesome. You know, he really carried the ball strong. I mean, he is still a good player, but yeah. he wasn't what he once was. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you got any more stories, mate? No. Now no. I just like to say that uh, this segment is supported by. Super XV Rugby website. Yeah, the top unofficial website of the Super Rugby. Yep, the one-stop shop for highlights, news reports. We get a lot of our Super Rugby news from there. So thank you very much for your support. Excellent. Right, results. Yes, results, mate. Do you want to go first? Because you've got a lot of writing there. I'll go premiership. We're not doing a lot of what caught your eye because, you know, we've got a lot more to talk about. But the Northampton Saints... They ran out of their 20. So, Northampton Saints lost against Bristol. Great match, 21-28. Yeah. But what was really good here is they ran out from their 22. Oh, should have of. Should have been a draw, but wasn't a draw. Oh. Sale Sharks, um, 41. London Irish, 13, which yeah. was a real surprise because London Irish had been going high. Uh, Sale Sharks took all their chances uh, and, 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 and others. London Irish just were slightly outplayed. Exeter Chiefs, very impressive, 47. High-scoring game, though, hey? 31. Uh, red card for a <coughs> stupid tackle. Right. Ridiculous tackle. Uh, Bath won, really good win, but they were playing a second team or a third team. 40 Worc- nil half-time. Yeah, yeah. And, it, that and they is were, ridiculous. They were basically playing Worcester Warriors thirds. This is why, you know, no relegation... Is not always good. Harlequins 59 against the Gloss team again. That was their second or third team. And I Why would are probably, they putting out their second or third teams? Just because they've got to they've got to give their players a bit of a rest. They don't have bigger squads. Yeah. So they've got to give okay. them a rest. Uh, and Newcastle Falcons 18. God, they're falling off a yeah, but they were good cliff. still. You know, Wasps were, um, Wasps were, were kind of, they're coming, you know, well, they were last year's final. It was definitely a, a game of two, two halves. halves. Wow. Should have, would have, could have won that. Should've. And that was the eye-gouging moment right. in that game. Okay, I've got you. Right, Super Rugby. So, uh, Super Rugby, a, sorry, Super Rugby, just in general. How about we go like that? Super Rugby. In general. Um, blues. Hang on. The- sorry, mate. I've just got to put on the epic music because you're talking about the epic game that took place at Eden Park on Saturday where two absolutely epic teams took on each other. But the most epic of all, the Crusaders, won the game 47 points to 27. No. 43 points oh. Have you stopped Sorry, it yeah, now? I've done that. That now. was disgusting. Uh, the Reds beat the Western Force, 26-19. Uh, the Hurricanes <clears throat> lost to the Chiefs, 29-35. Halftime was 26-7 to the Chiefs. Oh, no, sorry, to the Hurricanes. Chiefs played so well. Best game of the weekend. 
Uh, then the Rebels beat the Waratahs 33-14. So it's, it's some very good games there. Yeah, just, High just scoring, just, all of them. Just quickly, what a game was the Blues Crusaders. Now, yep. that I think that's tinged because I have read an email from the Razzler, the Dazzler, oh, yeah. who's an impartial, and he said, terrible game. Oh, But obviously, because I'm a Crusaders yes. fan and you didn't want the Crusaders to win... <laughs> It was a great game for us, wasn't it? Yes. You know, it was on the edge of the seat stuff. Why did he say it was tuck. a bad game? Just because there was lots of mistakes. The referee penalised a lot. The referee wasn't He made a great comment, good. which was the second half was much better because the referee's arm was tired. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. The Reds, uh, the Reds were good, and the right team won. The Western Force just showing still though close. Yeah, just showing that they are a good side. Yeah, what a game! The the the, the oh, Canes and again, the Chiefs game of two halves. Eh? And then Matt Timur was amazing, but other than that, I thought the Rebels. Oh, Corin Betty was good as well, but other than that, they were pretty average in my opinion. Right, and the Waratahs diabolical again. Yeah, their defensive line has improved. Right. Which we said it would. But, jeez. Louise. Jeez, Louise. They are going to struggle. Right. They're going to struggle. So, uh, the Reds Six are... Six Nations now, though, bud. Yeah, the Reds... No, well, the Reds are winning their competition. Brumby second. Are, yeah. Rebels, Western Force, Waratahs. Yeah. And the New Zealand Conference is Crusaders, Blues, Highlanders. The, and the Chiefs get off the... They do get off the bottom. Bandwagon. Like that. Good from them. Absolutely. Only way but up, eh? So France uh, beat Wales in a very close game. Would you uh, say that was the best game of the weekend? Yes. For me, it was the most exciting ending. Most exciting game. It was that last sort of 20 minutes where France were just going hammer and tongs. (laughs) I mean, it was a ridiculous game. Yeah. I don't actually think it was that good a game. Well, Wales but finished boy, with boy two yellows. Again. French had one red. Yeah. So. I mean, it was a very interesting game, and there was more well, held-up tries. Break, though, wasn't I it? think it was more held-up tries or disallowed tries than I've ever seen in a game before. Unbelievable. It was a long game. It was a long game. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Ireland beating England, 32-18, and then Scotland sort of running away with it. Uh, 52-10 against Italy. So then we've got... Scotland's like second team. They had Stuart Hogg playing at 10. Did they? Do you know what I mean? Like, Italy. Still couldn't hack it. Italy. Poor from there. I reckon me and you would get more points against Scotland on our own than the Italian team. Drop kick, mate, from my own 60. So Wales are on Said top. no one ever. Wales are on top. Ireland, France uh, share the points. But I think on points difference, Ireland are there. Scotland fourth, England fifth, and Italy in sixth. Um, but Scotland and France still have a game to play. Yes, they've got a game to play. So and is that coming up this weekend? This weekend, yeah. Friday. Friday? Friday. Friday. Wow. I think it's Friday. And where is it being? Is it in France or is it in Scotland? I think it's in France. France. Okay. So that, the French need to win with a bonus point, don't they? Yeah. And they could, they need a bonus point, but they also need a massive. They need a big score. Big score to win it as well. 
So definitely Wales are in the hot seat there. Yes, you would think, wouldn't you? 100%, yeah. I mean, okay, so let's go what caught your eye, Topes? Nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah? Okay. No. <laughs> so can you just say your one, at the your top one, and then I, then I can start? Is New Zealand and Australia still in lockdown? And I've gone haircuts. And then I've gone shocking haircuts <laughs> are the new trend. So, they are, aren't they? And loads more people in England are getting really yeah. bad haircuts. Oh, well, I went into school the other day and one of the kids had a mullet. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I thought this was just a bogan New Zealand thing. They look dreadful. But it's fantastic. I love it. I might get myself a moulet. I'd look good. You should go. Too. You should get the undercut. Remember the undercut? No. Wow. Now that was. A but cut. I'd have to straighten it because it just goes curly and goes matty. I don't have these problems. No, you've got no hair. You bud. cut it. I'll pick it up and glue it. On. <laughs> right. Um, New Zealand, Australia, just a step ahead of the rest. What do you mean by that? I can't remember. <laughs> I, I think playing-wise. Attacking-wise. Attacking-wise, yeah. So you've got here, uh, where is it? Um, oh, no, it's it's down with my question. But the layer system, I know that England are doing it, but the Kiwis at the moment seem to be able to find so much more space. It's like the French, I think, against the English were finding so much more space. You know, they were extra... They were that extra yard or two behind the front runners, just to give them more. <clears throat> excuse me, more time. So, okay, so New Zealand for a number of years tried to, since the British Lions came to New Zealand and played, they've had this fast line defence. Okay, they knew it was coming in the World Cup. They knew it was coming in the World Cup, and guess what? They knew it was coming in the World Cup. Yeah, and good old Fozzy was assigned with coming up a, a, with an attack system that would beat the fast line defence. Well, they've finally done it. Yes. And it wasn't Fozzie. No, exactly. It was all the other Super Rugby coaches yes. that have done it. And they've come up with a good system. Very good system. And basically the system is they don't hit as many forward runners, as in they don't pass the ball and well, then they take it into contact. But they also know the timing of it. Those forwards, very smart, good ball handling, but they know when to... They must get a call, actually. Yeah, but they go out the back yeah. a long way. Yes. Then they pass off to about the 13. Yeah. The 13 then attacks the other 13, and then they wrap an additional player around, so the ball goes basically out the back again. Yeah. so the quick ball. And they get around that corner. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of teams doing it. The other thing they're doing is attacking the back of the line-out. We actually saw that. The with, overthrows. Yeah, the overthrows, yeah. But also, do you remember that, that Irish try? That was a heck of a try out to the back. Yes, it was. And yeah. then back into the yeah, um, the Keith Earls. Yes, that's the one. It yeah. was very, very good, good try. But yeah, yeah, I, th- I do agree with you. I think it's great to see. Yeah, we're seeing Fords running onto it. We're seeing Fords run onto it, and then flick the it out of the back more yeah. than we are just Fords crashing in. Yes, I agree. Uh, I've also got here. Hate to say it, Crusaders look very good. Uh, it's the old heads. Will sort of won the game for the Crusaders, you know, the Sam Whitelocks, the Richie Mwangas. How good. I mean, listen, I'll put my hands Scott up. Scott Barrett. I'll put my hands up and said Sam Whitelock should not be an all black last year. Yeah. I am so wrong. 
front runner this year for sure. He has been absolutely unbelievably He's good. Alwyn Jones for the Welsh team. The only thing about Alwyn Jones is that he you could just see at the end of that game he ran out of gas. Oh, 100%. He's but just maybe that's because he was just so knackered. knackered. Yeah. And then I've gone up the Chiefs. Great to watch. Best game of the weekend. Yeah, it was very good. I've gone here and said about the lockdown haircuts. I put down, has Sonny Bill left? Has he retired? Because I tell you what, there's more offloads than I've seen for a long time from all sorts of people, which is fantastic. Yeah, definitely. It was one of the best comebacks in Super Rugby history. Really was yeah. impressive. Especially from the Chiefs because they hadn't won a game. How did they know how to do that? They didn't. They you know, they, they knew how to lose. Yep. And they did that really well. Crusaders Blues, I enjoyed it. Referee, red and yellow. So I mentioned this last week, but my big concern now is that we're seeing over in Europe the tackle height dropping. Yes, that's right. Lots of players getting red carded, yellow carded for high tackles. We're going to see in Super Rugby not that happening. Yeah. And that's going to be a big problem for us, uh, for Australia and for New Zealand teams when they're playing internationally, and these referees will red card them. And we've already seen games go down to 12 or 13 players. You know, it's going to cost us big. It will. It's going to cost us big. So yeah. I, I I love, love seeing that out-the-back ball. Yeah. I just thought uh, the Crusaders, the Richmond Wangers, the David Harvillies, the Scotty Barretts, uh, and the front row of the Crusaders that could have got eaten by the Blues – Stood up strong and fought really hard. They they did win a, a few crucial penalties, didn't they? Crucial penalties at crucial times. Right. But it was a good. It wasn't a, a super rugby. Was super interesting. You it was know. just super rugby, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Uh, right. The Six Nations. So I've gone. Uh, Welsh commentators were awful and biased. Were they as biased as as us? <laughs> I think they were. They really were, I yeah. I think they were. They were not good, were they? No, they weren't good. Um, great heart from the French. I know you've put great heart from the Welsh, but I'll tell you why. Um, a couple of years ago, they would have given up. Oh, at my, my, yeah. Easily, they would have just given up. But, you know, they're younger, they kept at it, and they actually won the game. They they did in New Zealand on the way. Yeah, they, they, the they, weren't, they weren't playing great. No. But they still won the game. And as you say... But they won it past 80. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened in the past. That because is, they, they kept the ball, no mistakes, at the right time, they pounced, passed it out wide, and it was a, a you know, it was a good try. You know how we're talking about death threats recently? Uh, yes. Apparently Liam Williams, who is the Welsh fullback, who I thought had an absolute class game. Apparently he's got death threats. And I'm just really disappointed because I'm, I'm not even Welsh. And I was really proud of the Welsh. Yeah. I don't think they could have tried. No, they had a good game. Any harder. Yeah. To win that Grand Slam. Yeah, they were a little bit unlucky. And yeah, okay, if Liam Williams hadn't have given away that penalty and the yellow card, they might not have lost. But then it might have just been that time for the France. You know, that they, they've got the guys to burn. And, and when the pressure really came on, they stood up. Yeah. And they got over yeah. the over the Which line. Which was good for youngsters, because a lot of that French team are young. Very young. Uh, and and, and, and as my as a good friend of the podcast, which I forgot to mention last week, Oliver Mantle said, and he's absolutely right, a strong French team is very good for world rugby. Yes, I agree. 
gets bums on seats. Yes. And the French are just, there's something about the French. Ooh la la. Sexy. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Uh, then I've got here, I've gone, um, I've, got, I've got two bullet points here. Now, I've gone, loved it. Ireland, better on the day. So what do you think I loved, Damo? You loved that England lost. Correct. Ting. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, ask me that question again. What do you think I loved? That England lost. Yeah. Oh, jeez, that was a poor. <laughs> you suck. Poor effort. But they were. Ireland were just better on the day. Ireland were excellent. You know, England, far and too again, many penalties. Lorcan. I'm surprised Lorcan didn't bring in his email again and pull me up on it. I said I thought Ireland were going to get razzled and dazzled and smashed. It's just you love English rugby, though, don't you? Always say, oh, England are going to win. Listen, They're going to Eng- come back. Steady Eddie's got a great plan. Owen Farrell's a really nice guy, apparently. Um, so you've heard, though, eh? Listen, last year in the yes. Autumn Nations, yep. England outmuscled Ireland. Like, I, don't, I mean, it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. And I thought that on the weekend, the Irish backline would have struggled. Now, I didn't realise Bundy Ike was back playing. That Bun- made, Bundy or Bundy? Or Bundy or, or Bundy Bundy. Ted Bundy. <laughs> um, was back playing, but. <clears throat> that made a difference. Yeah. But I still think that the Irish Ford pack surprised me massively by outmuscling the English. Yeah. And it, which doesn't happen very often. No. I mean there was no running meters. Keith Earl ran what 40 meters yeah, on off, his own off the back of a liner. Yeah. Off the back of a liner. There was 100 and or 210 running meters for Ireland. Is that all? That's it. And for England, it was it was slightly less. So wow. in the whole game, there's 400 running meters. You know, the week before, Big Billy got over 100 yeah. himself. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of opportunities. Wow. And this is where Ireland stood up, smashed them up, beat them up, and won the game. And rightfully so. Wow. Good on them, though. like it. Keith Earl's second try that he... That he didn't get allowed, you know, the kick into the corner. Yes, I mean, God, that had gone as it's well. A good finish. Oh, it's a great finish. Yeah, His first try was absolute class. Yeah, as well. it was. Yeah, absolute class as well. Man, I've got a little bit on the Super Rugby AU. Excellent. So we've got on the old Reds and Force. What caught my eye was Hunter Paisami, Harry Wilson, and Jordan Pataia again were absolutely brilliant. Where was Jordan playing? Jordan was playing back in the centre. So was he playing 13 Ooh, and Hunter Paisami playing 12? No, he might not have been. He might be back on the wing. Hunter oh, Paisami was like playing that. at 12. I think right. Jordan was playing at, um, yeah, I think he was playing at on 13. Right. Taliella Tupo was excellent. Tate yeah. McDermott uh, was excellent as always. James O'Connor really played well again. But the force, you know, they really stood up. Maybe they just lack a couple of real ball players. Yeah. You know, they got you know Stephen Kahui's good Stephen Kahui? No. Richard Kahui. Richard Kahui. He's a good player, but he's Stephen. He's, he's, he's old. old. He's old. Mm. And they just lack a little bit of firepower. Um they got they the need Irish. A Danny Cipriani. They do. They need some razzle and a little bit Finn of dazzle. Russell. Um Oh, the the Waratahs. Oof. Awful Waratahs. The Rebels, I don't think we're very good either. 
Uh, Matt Turner was excellent. But Maddox, Maddox, who wanted to be or wants to be a wallaby, sums up how bad the Waratahs are. Yeah. Not a great game. Made some rookie errors and it just comes too easy. So I really fear for the Waratahs, but as uh, Razzler Dazzler says... Isn't Razzler Dazzler's favourite? No. Oh, who's Razzler Dazzler's favourite? The Chiefs. Yeah, the rebels, no, the, the player, and, and he hates he hates the Waratahs. Oh, does he? Oh, he's probably he absolutely was absolutely loving it. Yeah, loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Uh, so that's what caught my eye over the weekend. Excellent. Shall we? Little have a little dance off to the listeners' questions, Tobes. Yes, you read it out, mate. Okay. So, dear Toby and Damo, ha ha. No, <laughs> Damien spelt wrong. Oh right, ha ha. Uh, shame. But my name's also first, which I like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what I like is his name, Simon A. So I'm just going to add... Simon Anus. No, <laughs> oh. Simon A, and his last name's Hull. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is user-friendly. Family <laughs> <laughs> friendly, Simon Come on, Simon. <laughs> He's from Sydney, mate. He's a Waratahs <laughs> fan. Poor bugger. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we like him as a bloke. Yeah, he's very good. He yes. likes our. He's got our. He's got us down to a T, doesn't he? He does. He's got that's us. Fantastic. Spelling my name wrong on purpose. And the ha ha. You know, that's must what I mean. be. A, must you be know. a father, eh? That's a dad joke. Got to be a dad. Joke. Right. <clears throat> In one of your recent podcasts, I heard you talk about the fact that Scott Robinson might leave at the end of the year. If he does leave, where do you think he could add the most value, and why? Thanks for all the hard work on creating the most entertaining rugby podcast around. Thank you very much, Simon. As very kind words and a very good question. A fantastic question. And I'm a little bit stuck because... It's actually quite a tough question to answer. Yeah, Scott Robinson will add value everywhere he yeah, goes. I agree. He's, he's a cutting-edge coach. Now, Which country would he suit most? And one for me sort of jumps out, and that's France. Yeah, but but is that a cop out? Because you but, know he wants to go to France because he learnt French. So oh, he I go and actually, coach. Well, I, I have told you in the past. Yeah, I don't listen to you. You most. haven't listened. No, but would that Why be good that for his professional me? career? No, I don't exactly. Think so. so where do you think would be good? I think he needs to get an international job. I think you know if he's going to leave the Crusaders, the best club side in the world. Yeah, um, debatable. <laughs> Yeah, Could it be Poverty Bay. A, I'm just joking. But no, they're you're up not. there. You're but they're joking. up there, aren't they? They are up there. I'd say they're top. Would you say they're top? Yes. You wouldn't say that the European champions wouldn't beat them, whoever they would be. No, it'd be a damn good game. Again, why don't we find out? Correct. Why don't we find out? Um so he could add value anywhere he goes. I think he would should go for an international job. Right. So you're looking at international teams and you're saying England are going to be wanting a new coach after the World Cup. That's a big job, though. Huge job. Um, For a first-timer as well. Where would he add the most value? Where he'd add the most value is All Blacks coach. 100%. Why don't he pick a right? He picked the correct team. 
Second, he'd get all the players on board. They'd love yep. playing for him. Definitely. Thirdly, because they love playing for him so much, he'll, he'll actually keep players in New Zealand. Yes. Because I tell you one thing, if he goes... But he'll look after them as well. Yeah. But if he goes overseas, yeah. guess who's going to follow? Yeah. Players, because they, yeah, they love being coached by him. And that's the thing with Scotty Robinson and these other top coaches, is that players want to play for him. So therefore, they'll take a pay cut or they'll... Um, they'll move. They'll move their yeah. families because they're like, listen, I know he'll look after me. I know he'll improve my rugby. Because I know what he's like already. Yeah. So he has to be international team. So again, Wales would be a good fit I for him. I thought that Wales, yeah. I don't think Scotland's going to be up. Gregor no. Townsend will stick in that job. Yeah. Um, but... Well, Pivik will stay in the Welsh job, surely. No, not, not he had a, he's had a bad year, and just because he's had a good end, I don't think means that he's. But I'm talking about I after the World Cup. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I know he's leaving next, maybe at the end of this year. But yeah. I think let's look further ahead than that and say after the World after Cup. After World Cup, I reckon New Zealand job will come up after yeah, the World Cup. I agree, and I think he'll get it. And if he doesn't get it, there's uh, something seriously wrong with the NZRFU. Yeah. Which we probably know there is. Yes, we do. So, yeah. but where else could he do? Um, you could imagine, as you say, going to France, a smaller country though. Could you? You know, the likes of Japan, maybe. Yeah. USA, Canada. I'm so not he could sure. Take he, his pick, couldn't he? He could take his pick with those, you know, less lesser countries, or the tier two, or even the bottom of tier one. But I don't think it wouldn't help him. Career-wise, it definitely wouldn't help him. No. I think the natural thing is he'll go and coach in France, yeah. get paid an absolute shed load of money now that they've got their TV deal. Yeah. You know, and you don't blame him. He's done everything he can. He offered himself up for the All Blacks job. They didn't want him. Maybe he's waiting around for another crack at that but uh, you know maybe he, maybe he's more likely to get that if he goes overseas anyway who knows who knows who knows right mate my question to you I haven't actually looked at this at all so I'm absolutely going in blind yeah what kind of scholarship did you get to come over to England if any full scholarship did you get full scholarship everything yeah wow so even, for those even the ladies <laughs> We will give you a house, school um, school education, and as many ladies as you'd like. <laughs> and I only needed one, which was my wife. Oh, disgusting. No, so um, I came over here originally on a rugby scholarship. Um, me and another guy from the school. and uh, So did you have like a school connection? A little bit. They, my school was a Decent rugby school in New Zealand, um, St. Canis, uh, St. Canis's, St. Bede's. Yeah. St. Canis's was the first one I went to. St. Bede's was my high school. And so they knew. Private that, school. Private school. No. He's a private school boy. State everyone. school, mate. Private school boy, everyone. Catholic. Carry on. Catholic. Carry on. Catholic. Carry on. Catholic. Private school, Catholic school. <laughs> state school. I maintain state school, I think it is, which basically means <laughs> no that. private. The, the the Catholic Church uh, funded the boarding. Did they tickle you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say fondled the boarders. <laughs> anyway, oh, mate, did I, carry did on, I, carry on, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> this is a family Getting friendly. Getting a bit sidetracked. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Come on, bud. Not to my knowledge, Come on, anyway. Um, and yeah, so they just there was a thing called a brother Allen scholarship because they were a Catholic school. Right. We were a Catholic school, so they they had that link. And um, yeah, I had to pay for my own airfares, but that was it. Well, I guess that's kind of fair enough, though. Yeah, but it was really weird, like to think that I was flown over. Yeah. To play high school rugby. And was it good? Was it a good? Sort of standard of rugby, or yeah, they're a good school, yeah. um, St Joseph's College in Ipswich. So they're a good rugby school, but we weren't the strongest um, St Joe's side. Right, my year, we right. were we were a decent side, but we weren't as good as they had been in the past and are now. They're like one of the top sides around now as well. What about you, mate? When you came over, what what was the what was the big attraction to come over to the mighty England? Considering you love them so much. I like the English people. I do like the English yeah, people. Yeah, I do like the English people. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I just needed a change. Something something new. Yeah. Something new. I'd, I'd sort of... You'd, had you run out of ladies in Gisborne? <laughs> I'm, not, no, no. I'm not sure you could call ladies in Gisborne ladies. No, um, I wasn't. To be fair, I was. I was living in Tauranga, Mount Monganui area. Oh, that's lovely a good part. spot, yeah. isn't it? Lovely part. And I wasn't really. I mean, I was working, but I wasn't really doing much. No. So then I decided to start coaching rugby over in England. So I oh, just, of course, yeah, yeah, for your for your dad's thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you uh, thought I just stay. And then I well, I only bought a one way ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So then I. Started working at a pub and haven't left. But now I'm working at the pub. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm so fat. Um, (laughs) You know, if you're fat, then I've got some real problems. (laughs) So, yeah, now I'm working in the school. So, uh, another question for you. Completely different question. But what was your first car? What? Ever. 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 I had a Citroen ZX with the back wheels topped yeah, off with the yeah. you know the, nice. the bodywork back in New Zealand back in New Zealand yeah and my um great my suspension sp- mate speedometer it was very comfortable car <laughs> speedometer flicked in a 20 kilometer sort of area so if i wanted to go 50 it'd be flicking between 50 sort of to 70 four, to 30 no, 40 to 60 <laughs> the, yeah i'm going 50 40 <laughs> to 60 well, i'm going up to 100 never got four, that fast four, <laughs> 40 plus 60 divided by yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think by the end of it, it stopped working. <laughs> I had some absolute shockers. I had a 1972 Vauxhall Viva, Ugh. poo brown, <laughs> vinyl roof. I bet roof. it was souped up as well. <laughs> No, disgusting. Tr- dish, dish hubs. I tell you, I tell you dish hubs from the warehouse. <laughs> Did you zip tie them on? <laughs> no, they were like the proper yeah, you know, we, metal, mm. uh, um, stainless steel <laughs> hubbies. Um, yeah. Now, I remember for years when I was teaching in England, well, I'm still teaching in England, um, I would show my car to the kids. So I'd say, oh, listen, first car, yeah. you want to buy something that's older than you, that's my challenge to you because, you know, we, we work at a private school. So most of their cars are like nicer than, than oh. my best car ever. <laughs> Mate, uh, I'm never going to have a car as good as <laughs> pretty much all of the kids yeah. at the school. Yeah, so, but anyway, so my challenge then was buy an old car. So I showed them my first car 
and and for years they were like, that's disgusting. So that's disgusting. Two years ago, they're like, cool car set. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not cool. <laughs> it's You're Paul right, Brown, man. That <laughs> deep's all down one oh, side. I love that. So, uh, you know, hey, please Twitter, tweet in, yeah. tweet in and tell us your first car. I've seen a picture of your first car. Yeah. Beautiful. The one after that, mate, was an Isuzu Piazza, better known as the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. God. Absolute Bobby Dazzler. Twin turbo. Twin turbo. Wow. Yeah. Must have gone like an absolute rocket. Mate, I showed more toe than a Roman, Roman sandal when I was driving that bad boy. Ooh. It was white with a red and black stripes. If you could drive in any footwear, what would be your favorite footwear? Barefoot. Barefoot. Yeah. I really like driving in jandals. So jandal so flip flops. So or, dangerous. Or thongs. Why, mate? I could run. I reckon I could, I could see run you faster dri- I than you. I could see you in driving. In, I see you driving in thongs, but I don't mean the ones that go on your feet. I, mate. <laughs> I wear them for comfort. <laughs> you should see my panty drawer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your question's hard, so should we just leave it there? No. Damn it. Rugby often moves in cycles from defence or attack. What do you see being the biggest changes taking effect over the last 12 months? Or maybe the next 12 months, or whatever way you no, want to look I, at I just sort of took that question as a New Zealand. Okay, yep. And I, wasn't, I wasn't too sure because you weren't very specific. Pacific. Pacific, yeah, I meant Pacific. Now, I went layers in the New Zealand game. So the attacking layers, um, you know, out the back door, pass it wide. Like out we, out the back door. Right, okay. You've been inappropriate now, mate. <laughs> well, I suppose with you wearing thongs, it was out the back door's a bit easier. <laughs> Just a wee wire. Um, yeah, and then I've put tough, tough question, not sure how to answer it. But defensively, I think some super rugby teams, they've got one guy flying out. Yeah, they're, they're now, trying to employ the the European the rush defence yeah. out wide, but I think that's not working so well here. A lot of the time, the tackler either misses him, or it doesn't actually go to that player, and they're already sort of backtracking, and they can't get back fast enough to fill in their hole. <laughs> <laughs> that someone's already gone into it. <laughs> oh, what do you think, Mush? Oh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Let's just bring You're it back. Say something. Family show, family show, family show. Well, I didn't actually mean to do that. Oh, boys, 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 boys. Uh, I like the quick line defence yeah. being broken down. Yes. Definitely we're looking at those forward runners going out the back rather than just smashing it. <laughs> I feel like a kid that can't stop laughing in class. <laughs> Looks at that one friend. Oh, right, okay. And the other thing is red cards leading to more offloads, yeah. which would be great because uh, they're going to well, drop the tackle height. we saw that over the weekend, didn't down, we? Yeah? Like we you are? said, you know, Sonny Bill back, but he's not, unfortunately. Um, I think a problem, like you've actually mentioned, is the <laughs> <laughs> is the tackling though is is the tackling. You know, oh. at the moment, even now we are tackling. <laughs> Come on, bud. 
we <laughs> we are tackling far too high. Yeah. <laughs> right. We we're moving on to the quiz. We are. Okay. <laughs> let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. Right. I'm first. So now my theme. Yep. Is New Zealand Super Rugby? So Super Rugby Aotearoa versus Super Rugby AU. Brilliant. Can I tell okay. you my thing? Yes. Six Nations. Okay. Records. Ooh. Okay. Fine. Right. So, now this this is pretty easy. It should be quite easy for you. So is it 50-50? Do I have 50-50? Yeah, okay. 50-50. Brilliant. Now, bearing in mind that uh, Super Rugby AU has played more games. One more game. One yeah. more game. Okay. Who has scored the most tries... Super Rugby AU or Super Rugby Aotearoa? That is actually quite a tough one because apart from... Wow, geez, Who ran the, away the, with it the, the other War, week? The Waratahs got absolutely done over yeah, numerous did, times. They? I've just got a feeling... But the other games have also been quite tight, haven't they? They have, apart from the Brumbies versus the Reds. But that was also high scoring. Yeah, that's what I mean. Most okay. tries. Most tries. So I'm. I still feel it's the New Zealand teams, even though they're one game behind. Okay. How many do you think? Yeah, you correct. How many do you think they are ahead? Tries wise. Yeah. I'm going to say. I reckon like ten. Eight. Wow. So very close. Can I now, give myself another tick for that? Yeah. But also a bonus question. Wasn't who, that the bonus question? No, that was the bonus. This is sorry. This the is bonus, the bonus. The bonus. bonus. Who has scored the most tries? Which team in both conferences? So Super Rugby AU. Oh, okay. So, so it could be could be from Australia. Yeah. Oh, the Reds would be up there. The Reds would be up there. Um, Reds would be up there. Who else would be up there? The Crusaders would be up there. Reds would be up there. Blues would be up there. You you reacted when I said the Blues. <laughs> Uh, I think the Reds, but uh, maybe... Okay, I'm going to say the Reds. No. The Reds had a bad one against... No, Reds. It's the Brumbies. Oh, wow. They've scored 20, and the Crusaders have scored 18. Wow. I didn't pick the Brumbies. No. Obviously. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you're right. That's good, though. That's not bad. Good yeah. question. Like that. 1-0. Okay. First one up is... Who has won the most games Ever. out of oh. in the in the in the six or in the nation? So, um, just to fill you in here, just to be absolute transparent, England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales have all played either the same amount, which is four hundred and eighty-eight games. Okay. Um. Or Wales, for some reason, have played 486 games. Right, okay. France have played 388 games, so they're 100 games less. Italy have played 110 games. So, who has won the most amount of games out of those six nations? I I want to go England, but I feel like it's a bit of a trick question. Because also, back in the day, when I think the Nations Cup, or whatever it was, earlier in the days, 
England weren't very good and Wales were very good. But I'm going to stick with England. Okay. You are correct. Correct. England have played 488 games and yeah. won 267 of them. Okay. France have played 388 games and won 201 of them. Wow. Ireland have played the same as England and won 214. So there you go. Italy have only won 12. <laughs> terrible. Are you joking? Scotland, they've played 488 and they've won 202, which is wow. better than I thought. But they, they they did have a real purple patch. Okay. Wales. <laughs> purple patch. They, purple. They've won... 486 games they've won 260 yeah so, so how many behind they're seven behind yeah so I, I knew it was close because back in the day they were a very good team very good side yeah so there you go mate we're one all one apiece but I did have that bonus answer which means I'm two one up <laughs> three one up oh no you got the other one wrong okay who has received the most cards Super Rugby AU or Super Rugby Aotearoa great question this I think the... This is yellow and red. Yeah, I think the Aussie referees have been harder and refereed more like the Europeans than the New Zealand referees. Yeah. I think they've penalised more than New Zealand referees, but they haven't binned off. They've let quite a few go. Okay. So I'm going to say the Aussies. So you think that you're wrong? What? Well, <laughs> The yellow and reds. Yeah. You're telling me New Zealand have got more yellow and reds? Yes. Oh, God. Wrong. So, Super Rugby AU, yeah. three cards. Oh, my goodness. Really? Super Rugby Aotearoa, 11. Wow. That's em- that's embarrassing. Who has the most in Super Rugby AU? Uh, Brumbies. Correct. With two. How many in New Zealand? Or, sorry, which team? Oh, well, it's got to be Crusaders, isn't it? Hurricanes and Highlanders, three apiece. Okay. But everyone's got some, haven't they? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got some. So they've, wow. got, they've got three, I think, the rest have two. The Brumbies had them both, had, had them off in the same game. Yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah. So, there you go. Wow. So I didn't win. I, did I get, I don't know whether I get a point. No, don't get a point, do not. I? No. Nah. All right, mate. Still 1-1. One, one. You want to play like that? Play like that. <laughs> All right, so uh, who has made the most appearances in in uh, in six... Six nations history. Six nations or whatever. Right. Yeah, whatever era it was in. So can we just call the whole thing six nations, yeah. even if it's early yeah. era yeah. or, or okay. present? Is it Brian O'Driscoll? Elowen Jones, Sergey Parise, or Rory Best? I'm going to go Elowen Jones just because he's played the most games out of anyone. Ever in the world, eh? Yeah. Yeah. You are wrong. Sergey Parise. Wow. Parise. Uh, 69 games. Okay. Brian O'Driscoll, 65 games. Rory Best, 64 games. Wow. Elowen Jones, 63 games. Wow. So he's not They're all quite close, yeah, though, Yeah, they aren't are they? all quite close. Yeah, actually, I probably, to be fair, would have said the same as yeah. you, which is you would put two and two together yeah. and say he's played more. It was an more, educated guess. Well, it's a very good guess. Mm. I would have thought he would have played more Six Nation games than that. Yeah. 
because he's played basically 100, over 150 matches. Yeah, so he's only played 63 of them. Yeah. Maybe well, that's wrong. Maybe you're well, right. Lorcan will let me know. Lorcan, let us know, bud. My last question. Your last question. This is make or break. Now, we talked, well, you actually talked about offloads and what caught your eye. Yes. I'm now, fearing this question now. Who has the most offloads? Super Rugby AU or Super Rugby NZ? So Aotearoa. I, there's a lot that's happened in Australia. I don't think the force, though, offload that much. And I don't think that the Waratahs have had the ball that much. So <laughs> they've been that bad. Uh, so I'm going to go New Zealand, but I'm guessing this is a bit of a trick question and it's the Aussies. So I'm going to say, go with my first instinct, which is New Zealand. You're wrong. Damn it. Super Rugby AU. Now, Super Rugby AU, 145 offloads. Yeah. Super Rugby NZ, 117. So quite a big difference. Yeah, big difference. I have noticed the Aussies offloading a lot. You know, I I'm really enjoying how how especially the the Reeds and the Brumbies are playing and yeah. we made that comment well I made that comment saying I thought the Brumbies were boring but not how they played the last game and it shows that they can play in that way and then you know it's good to see the force coming out and 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 I hope the Rebels come good Matt Tamua has been amazing. His He's kicking class. is absolutely awesome as well. Yeah. So very, very good. Now, which team do you think has the most offloads on either or all together? So it's got to be an Aussie team because I'm guessing, as I say, the, the the force in that won't offload as much. So I'm thinking it's either the Brumbies or the Reds. I'm going to say the Reds. Uh, the Reds are the most in... Australia, Australia okay. but they're not most overall. The Crusaders. Crusaders. Yeah, Crusaders. So 40 for the Crusaders and 37 for the Reds. Offloads, I think, are going to be just so important moving forward as well, aren't they? So important to a team's success. Especially with that tackle height dropping lower, it's yeah. going to give more opportunities for an offload. And what I really liked seeing on the weekend was when I mentioned about Sonny Bill, the difference between a Sunny Bill offload and a non-Sunny Bill offload is that Sunny Bill used to offload just before contact. So he would start the offload before he was being yes. tackled. Yeah, he would. He, but he would get his arms. He'd almost hospital tackle himself, wouldn't he? Basically, he's drawing and passing or with an offload. Pass. Yes. So he, he started the pass. He already knows he's going to pass with an offload before he takes contact, whereas... Yeah. A lot of players get tackled and then offload. And that's when a lot of knock-ons happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And and what a great on the weekend was seeing so many proper Sonny Bill offloads. Yes. It was almost like he's retired, but this one's for you, Sonny. Yeah. Correct. Um, mate, good question, this one. Who's won the most grand slams? So that is times where they've beaten everyone in the competition. Okay. All right. Is it obviously Ireland? I'm going to give you a few, few ones: Ireland, France, England, or Wales. Well, England have won the most games, <clears throat> but I don't think you would pick England 
to win it again, so I'm going to go France. Final answer? Yeah. This is for the win. No, I've already won. Did you get the second? Yeah. Ah, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> it was 1-1, it finished 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one, and I got that bonus one, so I won. Yeah! No, I've got a couple more win. questions. I've got a couple more oh, questions okay, for you, but just some quick ones. Just some quick ones. Uh, but no, it was England, 13. Right. Wales, 12. Whoa. France, 9. But remember, they have played 100 less games. Yes. Okay. So Ireland, I've got... 3. Pardon? Ireland, 3. Oh, yeah. Defenders beaten. Super Rugby AU or Super Rugby Aotearoa? Super Rugby Aotearoa. Wrong. Super <sighs> Rugby AU, 392. New Zealand, 329. Um, Crusaders have 89 defenders beaten Reds have 94 Wow Clean breaks So I'm going sort of attacking here oh, Defenders beaten Clean break New Zealand No no, you're <laughs> wrong mate You're right I was, um, I was nodding I was nodding <laughs> So I'm wondering what that noise one, is That's one, me battering my head against the microphone 166 to 156. Crusaders have the most, though, 46 to 40. Now, this is a good one, and I saw this. Who's the highest paid coach in the world? Ooh. Well, Eddie Jones has got to be up there. Is it Eddie Jones, then? You're nodding like you were before, but but then last well, time... no, you've got to make a decision, don't you? Wow. Well. It's got to be either Eddie Jones or um, someone in France. Eddie Jones, then. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good at that, eh? So, Andy Farrell, 600 grand. You're kidding me. Warren Andy Ga- Farrell. Warren Gatlin, 700. We, what, who for? What British who for? Yeah. He's 700 grand for British Lions. Yeah. I'd do it for free. I'd do it for the t-shirt, Eddie, mate. Eddie Jones, 750. Right. Pat Lamb, 800. Pat Lamb. Is. Pat Lamb. Oh, I was never going to get that. No, I know. But uh, that's why I didn't put it in the three. It was just an add-on. So you Pat didn't Lamb. Put it, you didn't give me any three. Oh, is in the yeah, questions, the, yeah. The, the. I'm getting tired, can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what a fantastic podcast. If you do say so yourself. Well, I've been talking a lot, which is probably not very good. There was a lot of laughs. There was a lot of laughs. In <laughs> fact, there was a bit there where we may have to cut out some laughs. No, Because it we was can't. such a long amount of we laughs. Can't. We have to leave that in. We'll leave it in, mate. Yeah. Mate, it's another been a great little entertainment time for, for me. sure. Spending time with you. It's a great excuse to spend quality time with a good mate. Uh, doing a podcast I recommend it to anyone preferably not as good as our ones so you don't take any of our (laughs) listeners (laughs) but again you know like subscribe share send in emails about the car don't forget the car oh yeah your your best well not your best car first car first car yeah because your first car is always your best car oh I agree I agree Uh, but as always Damo as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, over until and ne- out. Until next week. Sports 
Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.